that lets you save the You have your fitness, you have your nutrition, and you have a supportive community. Those are all 33%. You have to have every piece to live your healthy lifestyle. And most people miss that third step, which is the community. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, everyone. You know what I wanted to mention is like, it's, I feel like it's the little things. It's the little things that we have to get excited about because there's so much, so much stress right now. So many people are like in limbo. We just, I just ran into someone yesterday, yesterday, we're going for a walk around the neighborhood. And it's kind of funny that you like people see you and you can tell if they know who you are because it's been happening for years, but this, uh, this lady walked by and she smiled and you can tell if it, like you can tell if it's like a stranger and they're like, Hey, and they, sometimes they, people don't say anything, <laughs> especially today's day and age. They're like, Oh my gosh, put your head down, walk to the other side of the street. But in this case, she kind of looked at us and her, her eyes kind of lit up and she was like, she said hi, like a friendly hi. And it was a circle walk around this big circle. So we're walking around and I said to Dorothy, I said, did you know her? And she said, no, she said, no, I don't, I didn't recognize her. She also had like a scarf on and a toque and, um, and I said, well, she looked at us like she knew, she knew us. And she's like, nah, I didn't know. So she was actually coming around the, we're in a different neighborhood. So she was coming around the loop the opposite way. And we bumped into again. She's like, hey, are you guys Drew and Dorothy? <laughs> I said, yes, we are. So then she said, I'm, she's like, I live a few houses down. I'm your neighbor. So it's, it was, which is pretty cool because we've lived in our neighborhood for years and or at least had this home <laughs> in, in this neighborhood for years. And we didn't really know our neighbors, but now we know, like, we'll, we'll actually go and visit a couple neighbors. One neighbor moved away, unfortunately, but we have another uh, neighbor over here and then another one over there and then another one right behind us. And we've hung out with all of them and know them quite well. So um, we we kind of bumped into each other and she was going through a rough time and she was open and, and honest. But I feel like it, it, we have to find things to be to look forward to we have to find things to get excited about and it, it doesn't matter what it is like it could be the, the sun's coming out a bit earlier or the sun's staying up a, a bit later whatever it is like we have to go and we have to find that positivity and i got a little secret that i'm going to share with you it's not really a secret but i'm looking at snowmobiles <laughs> so i have a motorcycle i usually post pictures in the summertime or in the spring of, if I'm here. And I love to ride my motorcycle. I've been I've rid, rode, ridden my, my bike for 20 years. And I've never really thought about snowmobiles. And um, I never really thought, I never really thought about snow because I'm, because I'm a 
I'm a summer person. I like to go to the beach or I like to get away from the snow. So I've been looking at snowmobiles and I've been talking to people about snowmobiles. So, but here's the thing is that I don't like the winter. Like I really dislike the winter and I do just about anything to get away from the winter. So, but I understand that you have to give yourself something to look forward to. Like we work, I work all the time. I'm a workaholic work from often from when I get up till when I go to sleep, but we all need hobbies. And something like we like to go hiking. We actually made it a, well, I don't know, like a plan, like consciously said once a, once a day, every, or sorry, once a week, every week, we're going to go away and get outside. We're going to go for a little hike or we're going to go for a walk, not just a little walk, but we're going to drive, we're going to drive somewhere because there's so many beautiful places around that we take for granted. And that's something that's been helpful to look forward to throughout the week, but we have to look forward to something. So I was like kind of messing around. I was like, well, if I'm sticking around this, this winter, I want something to look forward to. And it's still like, I don't have it yet. And the winter has been here for a couple of months here. When, when do we get end of October, November, December, January, so two and a half months, roughly. So I'm still working on the snowmobile thing. But for me, some people like, I don't know why, like where it comes from where people like turn their nose up at it. They're like, Oh, you don't have time for that. Or where are you going to take it? Or, why would you do that? Just really odd. Like it has nothing to do with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like if you want to do something, like if something excites you, then people should encourage you to do something. I feel instead of being like, Oh, looking for reasons why that's not a good idea. It's terribly odd, but I think you have to be careful with who you share your excitement with. Like you have to be careful who you share your goals with, who you share your new things with, because because people will put you down. And that's why people don't share goals. Like that's why, oh, because I'm like, hey, you got to share your goals. You got to make it public. But then they're like, yeah, but then so-and-so, I go to family's house. They're not going to be happy with um, me not eating chicken wings. <laughs> Whatever it is that like, like family members have po- can possibly put you down. Your close friends can possibly put you down. But it's, it's so odd to me. Like it has nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Like they should be like, go on that, go join that gym, go join that fitness group, go in, like you should encourage them. But I feel like people feel like you're leaving them behind or you're doing things exciting and they're not doing anything exciting. There's a number of different reasons why people don't encourage you. But it's, I think it's really sad when you, when your friends or people that are supposed to be your friends don't like, don't they try to encourage you. And, um, and I think we have to go out and find those type of people. So, I went out yesterday when I looked at a snowmobile and I went with a, actually our neighbor and uh, he's a, he's a friend of mine. And we went out and he was telling me all like he grew up on snowmobiles and he, that's why I took him Cause I don't know anything about him. And he was telling me all about him and how much fun he had and all the things that you can do on them and how he wishes he had one. And, and I feel like those are the types of people you want to surround yourself with. So if you want to set a fitness goal for yourself, you go and find other people that have fitness goals or, or passionate about fitness. Same thing with nutrition. If you want to change your nutrition up a bit, you don't go hang out at McDonald's. Like you don't have a McDonald's coffee <laughs> and sit around with a bunch of people that are eating unhealthy. You go to a gym or you go to, um, I don't know where else you can go. You go to online forums or you hang out with people online that are, that are inspired or excited or love taking pictures or of themselves working out or people that are, are belong to those communities. You have, that's why 
one of our pillars. Like we have our three pillars. That's what we always talk about. We're going to talk about that in our detox coming up here. But you have your fitness, you have your nutrition, and you have a supportive community. Those are all 33%. You have to have every piece to live your healthy lifestyle. And most people miss that third step, which is the community. So when I was, so when I, I mean, when I'm interested in something, I ask a million questions. That's my deep dive research. I, I ask, and to me, I still, I watch videos and I read, but it also means more for me to talk to people that have experience. So every person that I see that has a snowmobile, I send them a message. Like if I know them a little bit in the community, or if I know them on social media, I'll send them a message like, Hey, that looks awesome. Tell me about your snowmobiles because <laughs> people that, that that love snowmobiles love them so anyways we went and checked out one last night and um he, and, he, and he just got me excited he's like telling me all these amazing things but then you have the opposite right you have those people that just immediately like squash your idea and i'm like why would you do that like it has nothing to do with you it's it's something for me but what I'm getting at here is that we have to find something to look forward to, regardless of what it is, what we're doing. So for me, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to stick around and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to enjoy the snow. Like I don't want to be stuck inside. I love to be outside. I don't want to be stuck inside all winter. So something that looks exciting to me is a snowmobile. So, and they're not really that expensive. It's not like buying a car. You can buy one for a couple grand, a car. Of course you're, you're buying one for, I don't know, 30 grand, 60 grand. <laughs> well, I guess you can buy a car. I, so, I, sorry, I guess I don't mean to sound insensitive, but because some people buy a car that, that isn't really expensive, which is fine. All I'm getting at is that it's not, it's not a huge investment. It's not like you have to, I don't have to go to the bank and ask for a loan just to get a snowmobile. And then they're the type of thing that you can go for away for a weekend. Like you can go for a, away for a weekend for three days. You can go for a couple hours and you, you cruise around and you do something that you enjoy just to get out. But circling back to my, my point is that we all have to find things to look forward to and something, things to, to work towards. And I feel like, and, and that could be finance. Like if you want to put money aside for your next vacation, if you want to put money aside for your next toy, then you then you're working towards something financially you have something you have a no one wants to hear the word goals but you have goals you're working towards and then so that is something that excites you it wakes you up in the morning so maybe you work a little bit harder to make a bit more money so you can put that money to the side or maybe you save more money instead of spending more money on things that you don't need but you have a something that you're looking forward to inspiring exciting and then you're always working towards that but that's again that's the same when it comes to uh it comes to nutrition and fitness like we always have to be working towards something someone asked me the other day on social media they said hey i, I struggle with yo-yo dieting is like i do really well at times and then i completely fall off is there anything i can do about that and i said well is there anything that you're working towards in particular and then he said what do you mean i said well when you start eating better and you start working out like, what are you doing that for? What is your why? Simon, Simon Sinek is a, a really good author who talks about your why. I don't know the complete title, but he's the first person I talked about is finding your why, your purpose. What is the reason you're doing that? So I asked him, like, well, what, what is the reason you're doing that? He's like, oh, well, I figured I should get more shape. 
get in better shape. And I said, but there's no reason, like there's no purpose. You have to find something deep down that's going to wake you up, is going to wake you up in the morning to be inspired and go and do that or work towards it. And I feel like a lot of people are just like, like so many people are going through such a difficult time, but on top of that, we don't have something to look forward to or aspire to or someone to look up to. We're just kind of just trying to get through day to day life. But I don't really feel like that's living. Like that's not living. <laughs> like go out and do something or work towards something or find something. And it doesn't matter. Like I don't, like in my opinion, it doesn't matter if it's a, like a materialistic thing, like whatever. Like if you want to go buy something, if you want to buy a new purse, Go buy a new purse if you want to buy a, a motorcycle or a snowmobile. If you can afford it, then go buy it. <laughs> like, I don't think it matters that much. It's that we we don't know what we want in life. And I think that makes it really difficult. And so many people are in limbo. Like this this one person that we walked into that we bumped into recently was like like going through this, going through what they're going through for a year and a half. And I was like, so what are you going to do? I don't, I didn't know them, but I, I always ask questions. That's just who I am. And I said, well, are you like, are you, are you going to, have you been looking for something new or have you been, have you tried anything else? And I, no, I'm don't really know what to do. I'm just kind of waiting around to see what happens. And I was like, and that, I mean, that's not, I don't mean to say that in a judgmental phase. I'm, I was just like, to me, I feel like I, I need to have control <laughs> or at least I need to have the perception of having some type of control, which is why I run my own business. I have a really hard time working for someone else, but you, I feel like you have to take action. You have to work towards something. You have to make a decision like, okay, that's not working out right now. I'm going to go do something else. And I feel like many times doors close, like doors close all the time. But if you're looking, more doors are opening all the time. And I also feel it's a good thing. I feel like it's a good thing when doors close. And and most people think that, oh, that's a negative, like all oh, things are so bad right now. Or I've been trying so hard to get in this door and the back door's like wide open or anything. That's the, most of us know the Einstein, right? What did he say? Um, he said the definition of insanity is doing things over and over again and expecting different results. So you're banging your head against the front door, <laughs> trying to get in a hundred different ways. And meanwhile, if you walked around the back, the back door is wide open. Like you can still get to where you want to get to or still, still get to where you want to go. If you take a different route, I remember I used to have this teacher that was always like, we always bumped heads. And then, and she was always like, you have to do it this way. This is the way to do it. And I'm like, and I was quite young and I was like, what's the difference if I do it your way or if I do it my way, if I get the end results. But I think I feel like it was a bit different time than it was more like follow instructions, do what you're told. You know, I've, I've really struggled with school up until university and university is supposed to be the most difficult subjects, right? And like, uh, like junior everywhere. Like I was struggled with elementary, junior high, high school. Um, I struggled a little bit in in college, but that got better. And then I got to university, I got to graduate courses where it's supposed to be the most difficult courses. And they didn't care if you showed up, if you didn't show up, you didn't get the grade. If you didn't do write your test, if you didn't study, if you didn't get your projects and they failed you and they didn't care. Like some courses, like some classes, we had a couple hundred people and I was like, is the professor really going to chase you down? I feel like that micromanagement, like really like put a stranglehold on me. That's not how I learned. 
So I got to university and we had papers we wrote on our own. And then we basically studied on our own. Like they went through the class and then you had to go and do the research. You had to write your papers. And I, I really thrived in university. Some of my classes, I was the top in my class, which is if you know me from school, you'd be like, there's no way that's possible. <laughs> I was always at the bottom, like just struggling to get by. But it was the, it's the way I learn. It's like, it's how I learn. You can't choke someone and tell them there's only one way to get out of it. <laughs> it's only one way to breathe. Like you have to breathe however the however is best for you. But you get those people with the mindset of like, do what you're told. Listen, listen to authority. And like, that doesn't work with everyone. Never worked with me. So, but, but that's the thing is that people tell you like, like I, I like to study, um, a Buddhist religion uh, or Eastern, like different forms of Eastern religion. And they tell you like, oh, and I'm okay. I'm okay with what they teach you. Like they say, like they say money, you know, it's funny. It's like, they say money doesn't make you happy, right? <laughs> but, but if you get paid, like when you get paid, you're happy. And I'm not, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not a materialistic person, but money does make you happy because you can feed yourself and you can pay your bills and you can um, buy a snowmobile. Like, <laughs> right? I'm not talking about like, of course there's a time, there's a limit of, of course there's a limit. Like I think we fill our lives with too much, like, but only because it's a mindset of lack, like we need a bigger house because we feel like we don't have enough. We need more friends because we feel like we don't have enough, even though you could have a few very supportive friends that um will support you through anything like you don't need a million friends you can have you know what i mean but it's that mindset of lack i don't have enough friends i don't have enough supportive people in your life but maybe you have more than enough uh car i gotta have like you get one car right and then your next car is you got to get a, a a newer car or a fancier car like the, i feel like we tr are trying to fill voids but if you're happy, if something like really makes you happy and you can enjoy it, then it does make you happy. Then then you could look at like Buddhism. And, and, and like I said, I really like to I like to study that religion. I really have very similar values and beliefs. It's like, don't chase materialistic things. And I'm like, OK, like that's one perspective. But then you can have other perspectives that like like Jane, she says, I'm not one bit ashamed of it. <laughs> And you shouldn't be, but that's the thing is that people often tell you what you should, what should make you happy. If it makes you happy to go shopping, then go shopping. I would suggest that you can afford it. <laughs> and that, and that I'm, talking, I'm obviously not talking to you, Jane. <laughs> I'm talking to our audience. Here, but you have to be able, to be able to afford it. Like if you're going to buy stuff and it puts you in credit card debt and that offers more stress on your life and your family, then obviously it's not a good thing because it, it offers like a, a short burst of ex not excitement, yeah, short burst of excitement, gratification, happiness. So you go and buy something, and then you're all stressed out because you can't afford your credit card, and then you probably can't afford the clothes that you're wearing, or you have clothes on layaway, or if you have clothes in your closet with tags on. And there's a number of different things. All I'm saying is there's there's different ways to look at things. Just because one person says don't go buy stuff doesn't mean you shouldn't go buy stuff. If it makes you happy and you're going to use it, then and that's in my opinion. I think some people just buy stuff to have this, to not use it, just to have it, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous. At least to me, it sounds a bit ridiculous to, to have things that you, you're never going to use. But um, 
to each their own, right? Like we're not, we're not in any position to, to judge people. Like who are we to judge people? That's why I think it's so bizarre when you tell someone something about what you want to do or what you want to have or where you want to go. And then immediately they're like, just, it's just in their brain. Like, it's just a reaction. I don't think they mean anything by it. I don't think there's any intention behind it. It's just where their brain goes. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it should be. Like you should encourage your friends and family. You should be there to support them. Like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea. If that's what you want to do, <laughs> then then go and do it. Why not? I feel like in most cases, it's you get more gratification giving. But that's just me. That could be completely wrong. But some people like to get stuff all the time, which is fine. But I think like if like Jane, for example, she just said like she likes to give gifts. So if that makes her happy, then why would someone say stop, you know, stop giving gifts? <laughs> you know, like I want a snowmobile, right? Like, or I drive a motorcycle, right? And of course it, it can be dangerous, but I've also been driving for a very long time and I don't do the things I used to do. <laughs> which would make my mom happy. <laughs> but I, I don't do those things anymore. It's just not that appealing. So I've been driving for, for 20 years, so it's not really that dangerous. It's, I, I don't even, personally, I don't think it's any more dangerous than driving a car. So, um, but then, but people are still like, like I'm a, like I'm a grown up, <laughs> and I've been, I have tons of experience. I've been driving a motorcycle longer than I've been driving a car. My first vehicle was a motorcycle. But you still have people that, come in like oh you still have a motorcycle or oh and then, you know like everyone wants to tell you their worst story and i just stop people now I'm like you know because i don't want my brain to go there it's not where it goes it's not where it lives i say you know what if that's a horror story on a motorcycle i don't want to hear about it because everyone wants to tell you their worst story for some reason i don't know why but um it's yeah it's just odd it's just an audit but so so if that makes someone happy to ride a motorcycle, they should go ride a motorcycle and you shouldn't have people that are all like, Hey, stop riding that thing. It's so dangerous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should be doing the things that you want to do. Like if something wakes you up, like it's the same thing as going camping. Like, do you know that there's wild animals in the woods? <laughs> that could be very dangerous. So you can tell someone not, not to go camping. Like you may as well encourage them. Like, that's awesome. Get out there, get some fresh air, go enjoy yourself get away from technology. There's so many benefits, especially if it's something that you love. If you really appreciate it, if you really like giving, then someone wouldn't be like, hey, stop giving gifts. Like, I mean, there could come a time like where, like for, like for us, for example, like we have limited space. So we don't have, not, don't have the ability to have like big, like big stuff, like big, big toys or like big gifts or like a lot of stuff. We have to manage our space very um, you have to manage it. We have to manage our space, um, very well. And I'm fortunate that Dorothy's an amazing organizer. Um, but we like, we like our place and we don't have any plans of getting a bigger place right now. So everyone's in a different position. And I think you can get obsessive about certain things and it could become too much, but if it's a healthy relationship with yourself and what you enjoy, especially if you like brightening other people's days, then I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't keep doing that. I feel like pe other people in your life may feel like they're left behind or they're not doing anything, something like that. So you shouldn't, but it's just a, it's an odd space. I find it's a really odd space. You, you have to, 
I feel like you shouldn't have to be careful of who you tell what you want to do things, you know, like you should be able to like tell ev- anyone anything. I mean, you can, I just feel like the response shouldn't be like, Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? And then I hear someone else doing cool stuff and I'm like, that's awesome. I want to do it too. <laughs> Instead of being like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. But maybe that, maybe some people feel like, Oh, I can't do it. Cancer mindset. Hence the air quotes. But I, they feel like they can't do it. So then they're like, well, I don't want you to do it either. Or I don't want you to have that either. Cause I can't have it. I don't really know. If you want to do something, you should do it. Like, just go do it. Don't, don't let anyone tell you can't do it or you shouldn't do it. Hopefully it doesn't get away, get in the, in the between your family or spouse, spouses. <laughs> I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate though. Like I'm really like Dorothy and I are on the same page. She's, she's supportive with everything I do. Sometimes like I get, I get ideas. My, my brain goes crazy with ideas, like ideas. <laughs> tons of ideas. And sometimes she's like, um, sometimes she's like, um, maybe we should think about that idea, <laughs> which I'm a hundred percent okay with. Cause you need that. Cause you need someone to ground you. But she's, she's, she was the first one. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if we should spend money on the ice. And I was like, Oh, I really want a snowmobile this year. I was talking about it since the summer. I was like, cause we were, have our plans coming up. And I said, well, if we're going to be around, in the snow, I got to have something to look forward to. Otherwise, I'm going to be miserable in the winter. And I said, maybe I should get a snowmobile this year. I was always thinking about a snowmobile. Like, always kind of thinking about all oh, they kind of they seem like a cool thing, like similar to a motorcycle, but on the snow. And then I was like, I don't know if we should spend the money on it. And she's like, like we, can't, like, we can't afford it. So you can, like, you may as well get it. Like, you should get it. If you want it, you should get it. And then, um, and then she says, like, you don't spend money on yourself anyways. And I, I, I don't. <laughs> like, in many, like, we like, we have a few fancy things. Like, we have a few nice things. But, um, you know, in many cases, we're, we're frugal. <laughs> like, we invest our money and we save our money. And we make sure we, we always have conversations where we, like, we, we take care of our money. We, and then so she says, look, if you really want a snowmobile, you should get one. So that if she was like, nah, maybe you shouldn't, then I probably wouldn't because, because I don't like to spend money to begin with on, on th- those type of things. I'm, I'm okay with, with spending money on business. <laughs> don't say anything, Dorothy. But the thing with me is when I invest in a product, I, in most cases, I know I'm going to get that money back. Um, but when you buy stuff for yourself, <laughs> you don't get, you don't get that money back. <laughs> so it's hard, it's, it's hard for me to spend money. It, it really is. Cause I went through many years of not knowing if I could pay my bills and I never went, never went in debt, never went in credit card debt, but it was always a struggle to like just pay my bills. And I never always worked for myself. I never knew if I was going to get paid or how much I was going to get paid the next month. So when I got paid, I had to keep that money because that might have to last. Like if I got a lump sum of money that might have to last two or three months. So you keep that with you, that pain of not being able to pay your bills. Um, and now, and now I still have that mindset of like, uh, I don't want to spend any money (laughs) learning new stuff and trying new things and experience. Like I feel like life is about experiences and we have to experience new things. And if you don't like some people just sit in their bubble and never push their limits, never try new things. 
I feel like I don't I think that's a it's a difficult life to live, in my opinion. Like instead of going out and finding excitement and trying new things and having things to look forward to, you just live in your bubble. And it was like that conversation I had the other day. It was like you're more like turtled up and like hoping nothing hurts you. <laughs> like that's not, in my opinion, that's not living. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be willing to fail. You have to be willing to fall flat on your face. And if you're not, then you're not really pushing your limits. You're not experiencing new things. And I think if you were those people that experience new things all the time, like it's the zest of life. All right, everyone, have a wonderful day. Get outside and do something extreme. Push your limits. Have a great day. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.